Are you drinking? Yes. Gin. And apple juice. Cloudy apple juice. It's a very interesting combination. It's very I'm waiting for my rum. Just some Chardonnay. Okay, fancy. Bougie. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Are you going to do this in every single episode? I might as well now, because I've I'm, I might as well. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 27. Well done. Of the T2's podcast. I am Nana. And I am Rose. And together we are two twos. Today we are joined by a special, special guest. Would you like to introduce I'm yourself? To this one. I've been looking forward to this guest. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> jokes what's good everybody it's your boy Kazil Omri King if you watch my IG lives then you like my IG videos then you know why I do that little intro it just stuck one day I was gonna say that's for the IGTV watch the IGTV (laughs) (laughs) okay so what do you do on IGTV um, I haven't seen it, so... Literally, I just talk about loads of awareness-based stuff that I feel like a lot of trans guys don't talk about. So I've spoken about um, trans guys and being like having a period. Mm-hmm. Um, I've spoken about how people should be with like how you have to warn the people that you're bringing your trans friends around about your trans friends oh, yes 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 mm-hmm. so, yeah like sort of, it's it's all based around that kind of stuff it's based around dysphoria and just like having those real and raw conversations that i personally don't feel i hear people having in depth mm-hmm. yeah Okay, okay. I, I think the people know what this is going to be about now, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cat's out of the bag, did it? Cat's out of the bag. Kind of gave it away. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fine. Well, it's fine. Oh, are we going to do a game today? Usually, we do play a game, but we don't actually have one planned for some reason. We didn't plan one. We didn't. We can, we can play a game. What game can we play? We can play... Okay, we can't play a game. We can't think of one. <laughs> I can't think of one. Do you know what? One thing I just I was just thinking in my head just now as well is I feel like a lot of our guests that have been on are like, I don't want to say new school LGBT scene, the black LGBT scene, mm-hmm. but our guest today is old school black LGBT scene. Do you know what I mean? Right. I feel like we've seen the changes. How old are you, Kazoo? I'm 26. Okay, all right, all right, okay. But, I mean, all you have to see is look at their throwback pictures, you know, boy. <laughs> you know, they've been, they've been, they've been there since. <laughs> now, I need to go, now I need to go and have a look. I've been about it, boy. I've been about it from way back when, so But you yeah. went to the bad, bad bitches and the HVD and oh, the hidden. I used to go to, what was that thing? Um, I've been to every location of at work. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Bad bitches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when 
I think it was like at work when it was at heaven and like all of this. I've been, I've been everywhere. Okay. Yeah. I'm a little bad breed and I started going out when I was 14, but that's neither here nor there. Um, illegal, illegal activities, yeah. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. How would you I I've seen everything change from then till now? Mm. How, sorry, say that again. How would you say, how, what kind of changes have you seen from then till now? Um, oh, from then, back then, you could go out and you could have the time of your life. Everybody was having a good time. You could just vibe with people. It was great vibes because the same people basically would go out every week. So you would know people. Um, so it was like a great vibe. But then came the whole, um, like, the whole drug thing was a very big thing. And I feel like I don't hear people talking about I, This is the yeah. first time I've heard of what? What? Yeah, they was like a massive, massive drug thing. Like you're walking in the club and you're having to tell your boy to like sort of dust his nose oh. off because he's around with rings. Like okay. it, was, it was a really big thing, which at one point kind of ruined things because then security became stricter and um the promoters were like being really hardcore and crunching down on people because people wouldn't bloody listen. Um, when would you say that started? Huh? When, when would you say that kind of started? Uh, that maybe was like, what, we're 2020 now, so like 20, like 2010? Mm. No, 2000, about 2008-ish, about 2008-ish, like it was a multiple way. This is because <laughs> I came on the scene in 2011, mate. Like, yeah, I, I didn't know no in 2008, babe. <laughs> yeah, like literally, I've been, I've been here. But from yeah, the drug thing, it calmed down because um, I think what happened that like shook everybody up. I think it was someone that we all knew died oh. of an overdose. So I think it kind of hit home because then that person's friends slowed down and everything changed and became a little bit more sober. Okay. But then moving forward from that, it became, okay, I'm going to sound like a hypocrite, but there were so many young people about. Oh, of course. You know, that's (laughs) why we don't go, because that's why we have a problem with the the, the, uh, events on now. But it started then, like younger people started coming out. But for me, it was a problem because I was the unproblematic young person that was out with my friends having a good time. The bouncers knew I was underage. The mm-hmm. um, the event promoters, all of them people, they knew I was underage, but they didn't care because I never went into these places and acted like a fool. Yeah. But then you had these new young things coming and they want to fight and they want to they wanna do this and they want to do the most. And it just ruined things. And then people gradually just stopped going out mm-hmm. to the point now we don't even have nowhere to go out per se. Like Voxel, all of them places there, it's done up. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. But I do also think though that um, when people do put in events... I do feel like people that came out way, way then, like pre-2010, mm. I feel like they don't, they don't really want to come out anymore. Because it's not the same, that's why. Like, yeah, I just feel like maybe if there was someone, uh, someone did an event, I, I remember, remember HVD really tried to come back? Was yeah. Like, yeah, HVD really tried to come back. promotion team for that. Like we went hard as hell trying to bring HVD back. Like mm-hmm. we were trying to bring it back, like real old school, but, 
I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah. This is it though. I just feel like it can happen. And I feel like the people that were out then would like it to happen, especially to see the old friends maybe. Yeah. But the problem is it's a different time. Like I don't I don't know how to else to explain it but to um but to liken it to like music and how the times change. Like some people that were doing music back then can't come back now because it's just a different time. Like the vibe is different. Everything's different. Like it just, for some reason, like it was good then, but I don't know if it would be just as good now. Like I, yeah. I don't know. But people change as well. So it's not even going to be the same vibe because people change. That's yeah, no, but then having the younger people come in as well, like, I don't know. For me, yeah, those times were just nostalgic and that's just how I want to rem- remember it. I don't, like, I don't want to be disappointed because I knew what it was back then because I feel like I'm just only going to be disappointed, I don't know. Yeah, that's very true, actually. That is very true. It's very nostalgic and <clears throat> as much as people have tried to bring certain things back, mm-hmm. we low-key have to just leave it there because it's not going to happen. Yeah, sometimes let the fun be in the past, boy. You've got to create new things, is not it? But, okay, we all know this episode is going to be the trans man episode. People have been waiting for a trans episode. We are bringing you the trans episode now. So, tell us about where you are in your journey at the moment. Yeah, let's start there. Mm. Let's start there, okay. So... I am in the process of, um, let's break it down from the beginning. <laughs> make it, just make it a little bit clearer because there's certain things that people don't realize about transitioning. Mm-hmm. So I want to medically transition in terms of going on testosterone and then having top surgery when I'll be allowed to about a year after. <clears throat> in order for me to do all of this, I needed to ensure that I've changed my name, which I did last year. Um, gone to my GP to be like, boom, this is what I want to do. Add me onto the GIC, <clears throat> which is the gender identity clinic. Okay. She told me that this is going to be 18 to 24 month wait. I was like, hmm? <laughs> this was in August. So I was like, all right, cool. So, because I knew that it was going to take so long and speaking to some of my other bros, they're talking about, oh, it could be up to five years. I was like, mm, no, I don't think so. So because of that, <clears throat> over that the past NHS, five years on NHS. Yeah. Like literally it's because of lack of funding and sourcing and all of this stuff. It just makes it difficult. So the wait is long as hell. Mm. But um, as of now, well, over the last four weeks, I've been contacting doctors through the gender care um which is like a private facility not everybody goes that route because you have to pay money it's like 300 pound base rate for a consultation yeah (laughs) so (laughs) over the past four weeks i've been trying to find a doctor um that i can see and successfully I have found a doctor that think that feels like I'm eligible to be seen so that I can be assessed basically in a way and recommended for hormones, which will be on the 11th of May. And I can't wait. Oh, wow. cool. That's good. <laughs> so that's where I'm at right now. Right now I'm at the stage of my, I'm having my first appointment to be recommended for hormones. And after that appointment is done, I could really actually be sent a prescription through the post and be like, here you go. Wow. Okay. You wait for GIC. Cause you still got to wait for the GIC okay. is the thing, but you can go private in the meantime. Yeah. Cause it's so just, yes, you do. 
it's a whole bunch of shit. Like, yeah, it's just, it's literally a whole bunch of stuff. So the GIC will be the where you would get like, um, don't quote me on this one. Some of my bros may be like, no, that's not right. I'm going by what I've been told in my little bit of research. Um, so they'll be the ones that will give you the continuous care after the fact. Because when I get um, a prescription from this consultant now, it's just bridging hormones, which is we're giving this to you for now mm-hmm. while you wait. So still mm-hmm. got to go still got to go through the GIC and go through everything there because the GIC can recommend me for things like top surgery, if I wanted to get bottom surgery, all of that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a process. I'm still at the beginning, but not like the beginning, beginning, beginning. <laughs> so, be- yeah. so before this, did you have to have like therapy and all of that to determine, you know, if you would go ahead? Is, was that the, is that the process or does that happen after? So <clears throat> that's no longer a legal requirement. Okay. So beforehand, you had to have like a, an evaluation per se mm-hmm. to be like, you know, is this really what you want to do? This that, and the other. That's something that is very old school now. And the new school version of that is you seeing, um, I don't know, a gender specialist slash psychologist, which is what I'm going to be doing. And then they'll go through the motions of like a very lengthy, very lengthy assessment process. It's like 75 to 95 minutes. I'm like, what are we going to be talking about all of that time? Wow. Was this basically like an interview just to determine? This way, basically, yes. high key, high key. Interview. It's like yeah. an interview to determine stuff, and it's uh, it's going to be long, but it involves a lot of stuff. So, I can imagine yeah, that process might be quite mm, uncomfortable, intrusive, because it's like it's almost like you're having to prove yourself to a stranger yeah. that this is who you are. And I can imagine that experience. For some people, it might be good because they might feel validated by this person. They might be like, yeah, everything that I thought is medically correct now. Because if when doctors say something, it means it's it's Bible basically. Bible, yeah. But is there any time, case that they can say, Oh, they can say no? Is oh that's not their um that's not their remit, like they can't say no. Yes, I think they can say no in terms of because during the appointment. Is yeah. her determining whether or not I can be recommended for hormones? Mm. Do people actually get rejected? I've never heard of it. Okay. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I've never. But then this is the thing, though. I've never heard of it. Y'all have never heard of it. But that doesn't mean it doesn't happen because people don't talk about these things. Mm-hmm. Mm, there's a lot of things. I feel like when it comes to um, trans journeys, there's a lot of people. There are a lot of things that people don't speak about mm-hmm. for a long time. I'd what I Sorry. Who, who calling you? Who do you think? I knew it. I knew <laughs> it. <laughs> this is why I put my phone on DND and now it just reminded me I should probably do the same with my Mac. Yeah. Um, mine, mine rings from both. <laughs> yeah, so does mine, is why I need to put DND on the Mac as well. Just <laughs> I'm the only one that doesn't ring from both ways. <laughs> But um, what was I saying? Yeah, so the first time I heard about someone's transition, it was from male to female. And I must have been in secondary school. It was, I had a friend who was a nun. Okay. <laughs> and she had a friend who was trans. And she used to tell me that, you know, like she had to live her life um, as a woman for four years before she could be considered 
medically she could change no, so no. I just I thought a long time before that was just what it was for everyone that was a standard but this is what I'm saying about the new the, the old school way of doing things the only requirement that I was asked during this process over the last few weeks like with the doctor that I've actually found that's now going to be my doctor the only mm-hmm. thing I was asked was because apparently it wasn't clear there was some kind of mishap with the little questionnaire thing I had to fill out was have I changed my name? Mm-hmm. And if I haven't, why haven't I changed it? Mm-hmm. So you see, I feel like if I hadn't changed my name, it would have been a thing of, hmm. Yeah, maybe, maybe not taking you're it not ready. Yeah. yeah, maybe you're not ready. Because one of the questions that they asked you was, um, it was, so a series of questions that I can remember off the top of my head was, have you changed your name? Um, are you living as the gender that you feel you are day to day? Mm-hmm. And do people around you know? Like, do people around you know that you are trans, you're not your sex that you were born with, you are the opposite of that? Mm-hmm. Like, that was a key If I had said no, it would have probably been like, uh, yeah. Nope. I mean, people would say no, though. <laughs> a stupid person even if you hadn't like changing that you would exactly probably... that doesn't really for me I just feel like that doesn't really but what does, it, does that make a huge difference if you haven't yet changed your name apparently like, it does apparently it's a big deal it doesn't change how you feel so like I'm <sighs> okay <laughs> literally I don't feel like it does either I don't feel like it makes a huge difference or whatever but I don't know. When you did the name change, how did you feel? Sipping out wine. (laughs) First of all, I did this when I was like drunk. Wow. Yeah. I woke up and I was like, hold on a minute. (laughs) I checked my emails and I was like, oh shit, I changed my name yesterday. Okay, cool. Um, Cool. But one thing I was happy about is that I spelled it correct. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, imagine I spelled it wrong. I'm having these free certificates come through. Wrong name. Mm. Did you have a party? No. Yeah, I thought you should have a party. <laughs> I would <was> never. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's lockdown now, but... Um... Yeah. Yeah. Post lockdown, do you know what I mean? Nah, do you know what, yeah? I said that on the day that I changed it, mm-hmm. which was the 15th of July, I was like, I should, I want to, I was like, I want to celebrate the little milestone. Uh, like a year mm-hmm. ago today, mm-hmm. I changed my name and it was like a significant change because it was the beginning of the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how long has it been since you like officially came out? Mm. When were we in April? Yeah. Like, officially, officially... hmm I would say, like, 10 months. Mm. Because I, I, I try to... I try to do it from, like, a bit of a weird... Weird angle. Yeah, I, was, I feel like I've been following you for more than 10 months. I have. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like... When I first followed you, I think you were non-binary. Mm. And but I don't. But then mm-hmm. I thought the transition to he and him pronouns was quite natural. I didn't, it wasn't like a big thing. I don't feel like it was like a big thing from the outside looking in. It was very smooth and it just happened. Yep, that part. 
So and I kind of like that. I'm into it. Yeah. So I was like, mm-hmm. I, I was nervous as hell to fully just be like, boom, this is what it is. So I was like, let me go for the non-binary route solely because I did not want to hear anybody calling me female pronouns. Mm. Mm. I was like, if somebody calls me a female pronoun one more time, I'm going to explode. Yeah. So I was like, let's change it up a little bit. If I say that I'm non-binary, you can't fuck it up. (laughs) Mm. You you can't say she, you can't say he, it's they, them. Mm -hmm. Which was a little bit of a hard... A bit of a hard transition for some people. You know what? Sometimes I feel like that might be even harder for people to say they and them mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of if you know trans instead of having to ask people to to, to say he. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like because people aren't used to using they and them when it comes to people. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that might be a bit more trickier for people. Did you find? Did you find that it was? I learned. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I learned that. I learned that um, trying to put it into a sentence was difficult. Yeah, it is quite. Like, oh, it was so difficult to try to put in sentence for other people. For me, in my head, it was like, okay, cool, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it was so hard. And like, my ex was such a trooper. She she made it her duty to make sure yeah. she fitted everything in and did it like the right way and whenever she would mess up she'd be like oh sorry and then whatever and she would always correct other people around me so she 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 was a trooper in terms of like she was like no you guys are gonna get right Mm. and that's the thing when somebody takes like takes it as it's like it's an an important thing and Mm. it's not just like not just dismisses it because we are gonna make mistakes like I make mistakes all the time I'm slow so sometimes like you know it, my mind is just not catching up with certain things. So mm-hmm. people do make mistakes, but I think you get you just have to you just have to see that there's some people who are genuine and that actually do want to, to sort of unlearn and learn. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think it, I think it's um, it's really more so about that. But mm-hmm. um, so what about what about people you know using he and him? Was that a bit of a struggle what was that like going from they them to he and him so <clears throat> upgrading to he him i feel like for like the homies for for, mm-hmm. for the homies and like my cousins that were like yeah we knew <laughs> mm-hmm. it's easy for them but for other people in my family probably a little bit harder but where it's been so easy was work Mm. it was like like nothing happened Mm. literally they switched the the manager even said to me um well my manager was like oh have you ordered a new name badge i looked at her like what why why did i need a new name badge it didn't click in my mind Mm. yeah and i was like oh no i haven't and she's like message hr blah 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 Get them nice. to badge. and I was like, "That's cool." Okay. Yeah, like it was easily adaptable at work, and the homies and my cousins and stuff that knew. But for other people in the family, it's a little bit difficult. For instance, my mum, the mm. older, the older lot. So yeah, it's a bit hard for them. It's a, it's a bit hard. Like yeah. so, yeah, it was easier. I feel like for people to say he, him, then they, them, because yeah. Yeah. putting in the sentences 
sounds a little bit confusing to people when they're trying to adjust. How's it been for your mum anyway? I mean... (laughs) So initially it was like big shock, whatever, whatever. But now um, she's cool. She's just trying to... Well, she calls me Kaz or... She barely says Kazil. Yeah, she... No, she barely says Kaz, sorry, but always says Kazil because my cousin's name is similar to mine. His name is Kaz and my name is Kaz. So she gets confused. So she says the full thing in her own African version. It's nice that she says it. (laughs) It's nice that she says it and she tries. Like she will say like my son and blah, blah, blah. There are times she slips up, Mm -hmm. but I don't really take it to heart. But when I told her about my appointment coming up, she was like not on... Me and my family, we, we bullshit all the time. It's jokes, it's banter all the time. We don't take things seriously. But when I had a conversation with her, I was colouring and I just threw it out there because I didn't know how to say it. Mm. And she was like, on job. She was like, cool, are you ready? I was like, yeah. She's like, do you have your money there? I was like, the money's there. She's like, you know, it's a big deal. I just want to make sure that like you are ready, you're good to go. And I was like, I'm good to go. And she's like, okay. I'm here. That's nice. That's, you, that's, like, nice. Hmm. that's really nice. Yeah, I was shocked. <laughs> because I'm like having a good support system is, I can imagine, really, really important. I mean, mm. if you don't, like, it's just, it's, I can imagine this process is very mentally challenging. Mm. But if you don't have the correct support, it'll be so easy to crumble. Like, you just be in bed by yourself every day with no one to talk yeah. to and you will crumble. Mm-hmm. Exactly that. It can be quite challenging if you feel like you don't have no one in your corner. I haven't, mm. I haven't had that experience, but mm. I can understand that some people would feel like, yeah, this is not great. Mm. Okay. Now I had some questions. I might know. Is that what you wait for? Questions. <laughs> your Wi-Fi. <laughs> your Wi-Fi isn't. Because <laughs> you know, you don't know much about each other. I no. feel like I know. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. All right. I, I watch IG, the IGTVs, hun. That's true. You do, you do have a point. You do have a point. <laughs> so, like, when did you start feeling like, you know, you were fans? Was it, was it, like, something you knew very early on? Or was it something that came a bit later, something like your 20s? Um, I knew from puberty. Okay. I knew from puberty because <clears throat> prior to you going through puberty, mm. you're like, I don't know, flat chest, no hips, no bums, nothing. Yeah. Like you don't have to you don't have to think about it. Yeah. And then when puberty comes in, you are aware of yourself. Mm. You are aware that I got thick thighs, I got hips. I have a chest mm. and it's growing. Mm-hmm. So at that point for me, it was kind of like, hmm, okay. It's kind of awkward. This is kind of weird because it's like, okay, at this point, it's making me feel like I am a female. Yeah. And that's what I'm going through. So at that point is when I started to become very aware of the fact that this this isn't correct like this is not what it's supposed to be this isn't me and it's uncomfortable but I didn't feel like I could do anything because at that point we still lived 
in Zambia. So it was like, I've oh, never right. seen anybody like myself in Zambia. So what am I going to, what, what am I going to do? Who am I going to go to and tell them that, oh, I don't feel like I should be in this body and I should be a female. I feel like I should be something else because I was always considered a tomboy. So yeah. what do I do that? It's funny that like, even at that age where we don't even have the language for it, but we have the feeling and we know, but mm. even at that time it would have been pretty hard for you to explain that like to your mom, like, oh, I, I don't, I, like, I don't feel comfortable in this body. Do you know what I mean? That would have been like a struggle, I think. Um, but when did you, sort of when did you actually like make that decision like yeah I'm this is what I want and I'm going to do it um I would say I made the decision to myself about three years ago okay I made the decision publicly a year ago okay okay three months or whatever ago yeah so it's been a while mm so we would like your opinion on something yeah okay so there was a tweet once where um a guy was saying that he shouldn't have to tell women that he's dating that he's trans and you know it got a bit controversial and my opinion on that is what well, you shouldn't have to tell anyone that he's trans and what i think is if you're going to be romantically inclined with someone they maybe you should tell them if you feel like there's gonna be a future you should tell them what do you think <laughs> okay shit's getting real now <laughs> <laughs> okay so me personally i feel like if you are talking to somebody dating somebody yeah that's that's now your babe that's now your babes you've yeah. reached like the third level mm. you should 110% tell them mm. that you are trans mm-hmm. because that kind of silence gets people killed literally yeah it does that's right like literally people get killed like nah fam you can't do that I had a friend that did that for years and she ended herself up she ended up in the craziest kind of situations I don't Mm. feel that that's right Mm. I personally do not feel that that's right like initially if you want to reserve that's cool because this person doesn't know you from anywhere but when you're getting to know the person you guys have actually said that okay we're dating you've made that kind of official thing yeah it's still unofficial because that's not your one and only or whatever mm-hmm. but it's kind of like you need to tell people these things yeah, yeah. i agree I especially think if you're going to be intimate like you cannot be out here deceiving people yeah. on that kind of level i think that that is so wrong mm-hmm. i mean each to their own but my personal opinion is nah you can't i would agree 
I agree with that. I just think that you just like everybody needs to be transparent. Like it don't matter who you are, you need to be transparent. And I guess that's part of your identity. So to leave that out, it seems like, oh, you know, you thought about it and you thought to leave this out. And mm-hmm. I guess the reason why people do leave it out is because they're scared. Like they're scared that, you know, the person that they're dating won't accept them. But if they mm-hmm. don't, they are not meant for them. And that's what it comes down to. Because yeah. Who mm-hmm. are accepting and who do you know what I mean? Like, but there are some people who are who are weak dickheads, but and that's fine. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? That's fine, but you just have to just have to let them know so everybody knows everybody because it's part of getting to know each other. Right? You're gonna be honest at the end of the day. It is like I believe I believe in giving people the choice. Yeah. Give give somebody the choice for them to think. Okay, I fuck with you. I don't fuck with me. Yeah. yeah. Give people the choice and the opportunity to pick for themselves yeah. whether or not they want to pursue things with you or if they feel like it is not for them mm-hmm. so that they can leave. Mm, yeah. I'm a big believer in that. It's yeah. funny, yeah. I had a, um, this is not about dating, but I had a, a co worker before and he was like my work bestie. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. And, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. He was my work bestie, and I remember like um, my ex at the time saw him driving the bus. I was just when I was doing bus driving, saw him driving the bus, and she was like, "Oh, you've got another stud at your job," and I was like, "Who?" And then she described him, and I was like, "Oh no, that's a boy. That's not a girl. What are you talking about?" And then she was like, "Girl," <laughs> she was like, "That is a girl," and I was like, "No." So then. Obviously, this is not work, Bessie. So now I'm going back to work, we're at the garage. We're having conversations, going back and forth. And I'm just, I'm just like, what's she talking about? This is a dude that I'm talking to. Like, what is she talking about? Anyway, long story short, I was at Black Pride. And I see my colleague at Black Pride. I'm just like, I'm here. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm proud. I was like, oh. And the thing is, yeah, when everyone else meets him, they say that they can see that he's that he's trans because he's pretty. But the thing is, I never noticed it working with him. Like as my work bestie, I never noticed it. They work best and I feel like it was just because of the way he presented to me. I just took what he presented to me. Mm. Uh? No, you keep saying work bestie and <laughs> it's killing me. <laughs> Yeah, because I have to, I have to, I have to, you no, know. I, I know, yeah, I know. I was talking to this one every day. <laughs> that bus, we do seven days on the trot in bus driving, yeah? yeah. And I just didn't know. Yeah. And I was like, but uh, do you know what? It just got, I just took what he showed me. Do you know what I mean? He said, he told me, he didn't, he never said he was a he. He just presented the way he presented. And I just took yeah. it for that. I wasn't trying to find no loopholes. I wasn't trying to, pick out do you know what I mean mm. yeah. but we did get to get around to speaking about it and I kind of understand because I felt a lot then I started realising people, other people at work was calling him her so then um, but it just wasn't something I noticed before and then when we actually spoke about it he was basically saying that how yeah like he wants to be known as him and he, he pronouns but it's hard because they haven't transitioned 
And it's also like even people in the, his inner circle, even like people in the LGBTQ um, community in his inner circle are refusing to go by the pronouns that he prefers. I feel like I'm one of the only people. How can they refuse? Are they mad? <laughs> How can they refuse? I don't think it's been where they say, nah, you're not trans. I don't think it's that. I think it's... You're not making an effort. Just not making an effort, yeah. So how do you deal with those kind of people in your life? Because I mean, I've seen you a few times on Instagram be like, yeah, if you don't call me by the correct name, you're basically cancelled. Fair enough. <laughs> nah, that part. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to navigate this sometimes because when you are pre-T, um, your voice isn't deep enough to be like a guy's voice. Your face doesn't look like it, especially I was born with a baby ass face. So it's like these things will make people call, call you the wrong pronouns. Mm-hmm. And where I hear it the most is at work. Mm-hmm. And I don't correct people. I just, like, I just, yeah, I just, I like, I didn't hear anything. Mm. I literally act like I do not hear anything. Part of the reason for that is because I work in a predominantly white area. Yeah. I don't want to come across as the aggressive black person. Ah. Like, yeah. I don't want to come across like that. So when they say it, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Just like, mm, cool, whatever. But, um, when it comes to other people in my life, I'm very much, if they'll say she, I'd be like he. They'll say my dead name, I'd be like Kaz. Do you refer to it as a dead name? Yeah, that's, that's what we... Um, um, for it. That's what we... That's the, that's the phrase yeah. for it. Phrase yeah. for it. Dead name. Mm-hmm. So even like, for instance, prime example, in this household, if my mum says my dead name, we made an agreement. Mm. I will not respond to her. <laughs> until I heard her, it's like I heard you, but I'm not going to respond to you until yeah. you say my correct name. Yeah, that's how they're going to learn anyway. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's a difficult one to navigate because like I mentioned, voice, face, this, that, and the other, people will just go by whatever they think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and they will they will run wild with it. And at work, I find it difficult because I'm not gonna tell every other customer when they say, "Oh yeah, she," we like he, because all of my colleagues say, and I hear this. I don't oh, know how many times say, "Just head over to Kaz. He will be able to help you." And I can hear them saying it, but then mm. the customer comes and says, "She." Mm. But you look at name badge. Name badge says Kaz. Mm-hmm. So you were directed to go to he, but you come and you say she. It's. I just feel like a lot of these people are just, they're just not equipped. Because it's like, even as, you know, a masculine presenting, when we get, like, misgendered, people are not really thinking. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, people are not really thinking. And you made a point of, yes, you know, um, there's certain you know body parts and stuff like that that would make people obviously assume that you you know are a woman or female whatever but I just feel like I just and I also feel like I don't feel like people really care enough I think that's what the problem is because like if they've said oh yeah he go go to my colleague he's gonna deal with you is that are you deaf 
Do you know what I mean? You don't, it's, you, you don't, you're not deaf, you don't care. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. So what, another question is like, do you use, when you obviously go to buy out the public, do you, what, what toilet do you use? Uh, men's toilets. Okay. Men's toilets, mm-hmm. if they have cubicles. Yeah. Um, the baby changing slash accessible toilets, if yeah. there is one available. Mm-hmm. And if all else fails, I have to go to the women's toilets. And I do not have good experiences doing that shit. Yeah. That must make you feel like, you know, shite. And on the flip side as well, people... Especially when you go in and it's full. Oh, my God. Yeah. On the flip side of that, yeah, people are going to be like, oh, this is the women's toilet as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, So it's kind of like you can't even win. Nope. Like, win. My go-to toilet is the accessible toilet yeah if if i go to an establishment and i know that they have that toilet there it's the first one yeah not then i'll go to the men's toilet and i have never had a bad experience in the men's toilets but always have a bad experience in the women's toilets Mm, so no one's told you to like back out of the men's nope to be fair i've been to the men's a few times and And nothing happens in it (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) they don't care but it's the women that (laughs) It's, it's the Karen I'm telling you I remember I went to his concert and the women's queue was a mad oh, it was mad so I, mean, I went to the men's one I just went and then after I went in a bunch of girls just followed me because <laughs> I, I just went in with no eating so much ease they all followed me in there yeah it became a non-binary toilet in that moment <laughs> what do you think about um, like gender neutral toilets I love it because me when too. we go to people's households, we we use the same toilet, do we not? Yes, we do. Right. Yes. Right. That's a good point. Everyone says, I don't like it, but these times we have it at home. This is what I'm saying. But I, I had my mum and my auntie on the phone the other day and she was like, oh, they went to a funeral. You know, this one is a love funeral. And... <laughs> and they were, there was a gender neutral toilet in the community hall and she was like I didn't feel comfortable like I can't even go there I was like I was like you're doing too much <laughs> I was like and she and my mum repeated it she was like I was like you're being dramatic my mum repeated it she's like ah, I don't feel comfortable what somebody grabs me I'm like nobody is going to grab you like relax like, <laughs> like oh, <they> just, <laughs> so dramatic it's not that deep <laughs> but it's really I love it I love gender neutral toilets I'm here for it I support that because we've been doing it since we came out the goddamn womb. Mm. What's the problem? True. Um, what, I think what? it's quite important to recognise people that are like pretty and pre-surgery mm. and recognise that they are, if you are female to male, that you are male or vice versa. Because I feel like um, a lot of times, because you haven't gone through the official transition... People might kind of belittle your your gender. That makes sense. Yeah. And I just feel like to even me, I'm not gonna lie. In the past, when um, I haven't refused to use the correct pronouns, but maybe in the back of my mind, I've I haven't seen them as man as the ones have gone through the transition. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I've grown. <laughs> but I, I do feel like um, even within the community as well, I do feel like there's a there's sometimes a little bit of chat, you know, 
yeah i heard in the community as well like obviously they refer to like people as like passing when they pass that gender basically mm-hmm. and i feel like i feel like it's like when you don't it they kind of invalidate you and invalidate i think that's more with um, like male to female a lot of times that's more male to female yeah but i'm sure is is that not the case from female to male in your um, um in my experience mm-hmm. And I hate this so much. I hate this so much. So, male to female. Have you guys watched uh, Pose? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know when, like, in Pose, when they see um, a male to female, and they're like, yes, bitch, fish. Mm -hmm. I hate that term so much. It's like, what do you mean, fish? Uh, Okay, cool. So that person looks feminine enough for you to be like fish. And also the association with pussy and fish. Anyway. It's not what it is. (laughs) The first time I heard that, yeah. (laughs) The first time I heard it on RuPaul's RuPaul's Drag Race. That's the first time. Oh, she's fishy. And I was thinking... When the girl smells, look, Nana's innocent. Nana's <laughs> like, wait, hold on. That's what it is, and I hate that. That's ridiculous. I, I thought it was a drag queen um, thing no. until I watched Pose and I realized. In real life, mm-hmm. in a real life, I have heard and seen this, and I, I just think it's disrespectful as fuck. It is rude. It actually is rude. The trying to see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's rude. It's like I but I have been told by several people that yeah, you pass and I don't know how I feel about that. Because like, what is it meant to make you feel good? Like is it like I I don't know. There's there is one person that said it to me and I took it as a good thing. Mm-hmm. Because they're trans as well, so I was like mm. I was like, I right, cool. Like, mm. if, she, if she says I passed, then I'll just take it on board. That's fine. But, but when people say stuff like that, ultimately it must come, come down to what people think it means to be a certain gender. Yeah. So that's like, what I, that's what I have a problem with. It. To, yeah, it comes down to what, what this individual thinks a man is or a woman is. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, I, f- I guess I have a problem with it because it's like... You can be a guy and be, I don't know, there's just not one way of being the gender or being something. So for me, when it when it's, oh, you pass, like, what does that mean? Is there like some sort of prototype for being a man or a woman? And there isn't. There really there isn't. isn't. There isn't. And that's why I have a problem there with isn't. it. Because if there was, let's say what a woman is mm-hmm. and what the prototype, um, the prototype would be one feminine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And we are not we then. <laughs> exactly. Me and you are not. Exactly. <laughs> what are we? So, I mean, gender's binary, as they say. Yes. <laughs> That's it. So what are some of like, your experiences like dating? Has it been positive, majority, or what's that, what's that been like? So, I suppose since being, like, coming yeah. out. Yeah. Um, let's see. It's all been positive. It's all been positive. Like, there's not been any weird little bumps in a row. Yeah, there's, yeah like, um, 
yeah, there hasn't been any bumps in the road because um, I'm pansexual, so I like what I like. Everybody mm-hmm. can get it. And um, so I suppose my last two exes are cis gender females. Yeah. Um, there's somebody that was talking to or whatever, or I'm talking to or whatever, that is trans. And, um, well, the opposite of what I am. Mm-hmm. And um, no issues. That's good. Yeah, no issues. Um, quick, and good, <laughs> quick and good adjustments. So yeah. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't run into an issue so far. So, nah. That's cool. You know, earlier when you mentioned that your ex was like really accommodating when you said you were non-binary with like the pronouns and stuff like that. Um, so our last episode was, one of the topics was um, one of our listeners messaged us and was just basically like, um, her partner is non-binary, doesn't mean she's a lesbian anymore. So did your ex have that kind of thing as well? That kind of questioning about herself? Um, no, because she's always figured herself to be pan so oh cool okay mm-hmm. yeah you mm-hmm. like pan so it wasn't you've had a great life you have <laughs> <laughs> you've had problems you just out here like no nah, we get over here <laughs> basically you know i mean we can enjoy it. living life <laughs> living life and enjoying yeah yeah living life and enjoying boy quarantine Mm. So also another thing. Oh, <laughs> stuff I want to mention. So every time I will see you like interacting with your like trans brothers and like or going on like you through like their pictures and your screenshots. I've got to say, I used to stalk some of them. <laughs> I, I used to stalk some of them. There's one, yeah. I don't know what his name. I forgot his name is. So he's dark skin. Okay. I think you talked to him quite a lot. Automatically came to my head, but he's dark skin. And I feel like he was in the army. I think he was in the army back in back in the day. Or maybe I could be wrong. Wait, is he British? No, American. Very good looking. Very good looking lad. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, what is, I don't remember what his name is, but I one. Hundred percent stalked him more than five times. Wow, that's a lot. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. You know what? There was just a time yeah when I was. I think I was obsessed with trans men. I'm not gonna lie to you. There was a time because I just. I, I genuinely used to look at their bodies and be like, "Wow, this is amazing." <laughs> like I was. I was actually obsessed for a while. If if it's not him, I'm gonna be shook at because I don't know any other dark skin trans guys in the army. Yep, it's him. <laughs> yep, it's him. <laughs> yep, yeah, I 100% watched his journey. And it was good. It was, I watched it because it was, it was nice to watch. Because mm. a lot of times you can see the confidence grow. It's just through Instagram, by the way, yeah. yeah. But a lot of times you can see the confidence grow in the Instagram and I thought that's what I like about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even, you know that one where they thought they were confident before, but hun, this is a new, this is a new confidence. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I hear you on that one. That that one right there, yeah. That's yeah. I like it. What what was that look? What's going on? <laughs> it's like uh Maybe for sipping the wine boy. <laughs> why do you sip the wine? That's 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 my person or whatever. That's my um... is, is there some tea here? Hmm, that's 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 my uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had to go through our messages for me to find a picture of his actual face, but yeah, that's my um... Oh Oh <laughs> <laughs> Well the tea was spilled tonight <laughs> He's a good looking lad, as I said. Yeah. He's a good looking lad. Mm-hmm. But yeah. He, I watched him. There's, oh, there's loads I've watched. Do you know what? I, I realized that I don't know any. I don't really know any um, female to female to male. We don't know. We do. We do know one. Like saying that, I'm like female to male. Yeah, okay. My, um, our friend. Well, my friend that came out recently. I was affirmation of her. Oh yes, 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 yes. Her. This is brand new. This is like brand new. recent, though. Yeah, like she's recently come out in the past like month or two, so it's brand new. She or he? I said female, but I said female to male. Female. She's looking me saying female to female. <laughs> I said female to female. But I said female to male. Oh, and oh, you don't know many female to males. Yeah, I feel like all of the ones that we see are female to males. No. Is it? I don't, I don't know. I to just who has to be honest. I'm not gonna lie. To be honest, I feel like I don't personally know them. Like I don't. Anyway, I don't have many friends anyway, so that makes sense. Look here, yeah, I need look has when you're doing your trans link up. I need some new trans friends. <laughs> so trans <laughs> link like I, I talked to a couple at Black Prides. No, and you know what? Yeah, we everyday topless. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> we would have been doing that shit today if we weren't on lockdown. Because a yeah. year ago today, I don't know if you saw my um my IG story, but a year ago today, like like I don't know, like sixteen of us linked up and went to Hyde Park. Mm. Oh, last year, but yeah, <laughs> when the link ups are next due, I'll let <laughs> you know. How important is the trans community for you? It's very important. It's very, mm-hmm. very important because it's the sort of thing of <clears throat> that's where you feel most accepted because it's relatable. Mm. It's beyond relatable. It's like, for instance, I'm in a group with some other trans and non-binary people and everybody is at completely different stages. So we have people that are pretty all the way down to people that are on like second or third stage of phalloplasty. So it's like... What's phalloplasty? Bottom surgery. Oh, that's bottom surgery. They're they're like two kinds of main, well, two main... Because I learned this because I didn't know anything about it so obviously i did my youtube and i went on youtube and i and i watched some people's videos and i learned about like their two um their two different main surgeries that people yeah. go and, for. uh what is it fellow and metal yeah and fellow is more like if you want size like a good size really? i didn't know that 
Yeah, because they use skin from like your usually your arm or your thigh. Thigh, thigh country. Thigh will get you length. What in this? Do they use thigh in this country? Yes. Okay. Like yeah. thigh will get you length, right? And length and girth. Girth. Uh, yeah. Arm will get you length. I mean, there's a massive difference. Oh, girth, not width. Unintended <laughs> between arm and thigh. Okay. Yeah, and I've oh. seen that shit, and I was just like, oh, right. Because your thighs, your thighs bigger, isn't it? <laughs> the thigh is bigger, and the skin that they can take from your thigh is way more from what they can take from your arm. So the mm-hmm. difference in size is, yeah. As I was told, uh, when you do it from your thigh, it basically just looks like you are hard all the time. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like no. I don't feel like some of the some of the brothers were mined. <laughs> I actually don't feel that some of them minds. <laughs> some of them probably wouldn't. Some of them, I mean, most of them wouldn't, but they were just like, yeah, it kind of just looks like you're like supersized at all times. I'm just like, okay, cool. Mm. All right. Hmm. And the meta is um, they use your own, well, down there, they use your own, yeah. everything that's down there, they just use that. And more yeah, that. Just, Smaller. It's just a little bit more of an extension. Mm. I've never looked at I don't know why I haven't looked into this I feel like it's something that I would have like I would and I just didn't there wasn't like a lot of information when I googled but there was a lot of um people's like YouTube and all of that so that was really good to find mm-hmm. like, information because I feel like I feel like the trans experience can be quite of a mystery to a lot of people mm-hmm. do you know what I mean so I feel like yeah that was really um good research for me like I, like mystery, I said, yeah. people don't talk about this. That's no, why yeah. it seems like a mystery because people don't talk about it. And this is why I feel me making my little IGTV videos and stuff like that is important. Yeah, because is. what I'm doing is I am taking people on my journey and I'm educating people along the way so that people don't have to be out in this world being ignorant about stuff they don't know about. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. my family and friends, I suppose. It's... I'm bringing you onto something and educating you onto something that I feel because you know me personally, you should have a little bit of an understanding of what's what. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And what kind of things are there that are not spoken about more widely that you wish that were that was? I feel like it's everything that I've done on my IGTV so far, especially yeah. one of the things is the wait time of the GIC. Mm. People don't really know and understand how long that wait time is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and what you've got to go through and if you potentially have to go private and how much it's going to cost and stuff like that. Because this is why one of the bros started the, um, the WhatsApp group. Because they felt like when they started transitioning and stuff like that even just prior to they had lack of information right yeah had no information of how things work which doctor do i go to where do i go blah blah i wouldn't have known about gender care if it wasn't for them guys yeah i would have not known about any of that but they were like okay cool it works like this 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 on a daily basis people can ask questions in there about 
hormones, waiting times, GIC, gender care, just all types of things. Whereas it's like, I feel like a lot of people don't talk about this stuff out loud. Okay, so hormones, are there different types? All I know about hormones is that when people say, I'm on tea, that's all I know. That's all I know. (laughs) Yes, they are different types. There are... From what I know, I just know about the two types. There are injections and gel. Oh, gel. What is yeah, gel. gel. Where do you put it? Hmm. I don't know. Oh. I this haven't gel. heard of gel. I haven't heard anybody talk about exactly where you put the gel, but I know that with the injections, you can put it in your stomach, your thigh, or your butt. So what would you put in yours? In your butt? Like, listen, yeah, I was like, uh uh-uh, because it hurts for a hot minute. So that means sitting down is going to be a minute. So I was like, no, it's something really brave to do because it just, it actually looks really painful. And something that they have to do to themselves. How often do you have to inject this? It's different. So uh, from people that I know, you go weekly. Weekly, every two weeks, every month, every three months. Okay. So the people that have it weekly, yeah, you inject your butt every week, and it takes about two to three days to recover. You're not recovering. (laughs) No anal boy. I would. Oh, Yo, I wouldn't choose my butt. I think I would choose my. Th- I think I'll choose my stomach because yeah, I think I'll choose. It my- makes more sense because at least it's just like a bit of fat, like that I could just. <laughs> so it wouldn't hurt too much, maybe. Because you have to like pinch. You have to mm-hmm. like pinch it, and yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking my stomach as well because my thigh. Yeah? I think you feel, feel that more. I still have to walk. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Jazil, please go for the stomach one when time comes, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be recording. I'm going to be recording it. Okay. Are you going to record it? Oh, cool. IGTV. Yes. Not you know me, I'm like, there. When I get my first shot, I'm going to get whoever comes with me to mm-hmm. film it. And then... You don't like do your own shot straight away. You have to keep going back to the nurse because they have to show you how it's done. Yeah, X amount of times, and then they have to guide you of how to do it. Okay, I suppose if you want them to. Whereas I would, I wouldn't want to keep going back to yeah. doctors. Yeah, I don't have time. I work in a bank. I was a crazy. Mm-hmm. We don't have time. Yeah, for so they will have to show me after a certain amount of time, and um. I've watched people do it. Um, your crush that you were talking about, the one that I showed you on my phone, I've, mm. I've watched him do his shot several times. So Okay, okay. It's up on my mind kind of thing, but mm. yeah. Okay. And so, that, so the teas, you, you have to take that, so like continuously. For the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of like some trans men saying that they've, stop taking it for like a map not forever forever but maybe for like a year they just didn't take it for a year or so and that then mess up your i don't even really know what the results were i don't know what happened then once they did that but i just you know i mean 
that's a low that's a bit of a loaded thing because that person could have done that because they wanted to have a biological child therefore meaning they wanted to stop tea mm. so that their the body that they happen to be born in starts to yeah. eggs and stuff like that again right. <clears throat> and then they wanted to extract said eggs so that they can have a biological child not to say that they wanted to carry but they wanted yeah. to said eggs so that they can have a baby or okay maybe they were having a rough patch and they felt like do you know what i need a break mm. but the repercussions of stopping like within months your period can come back mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff it doesn't have to take a long time. Within mm. a period of time, everything that was happening to you before can start happening mm. again. And that can be quite traumatic for some people. As I far, I've, I've heard that it is excruciating. Yeah. Especially getting them cramps, boy. <laughs> the whole shebang. Boy, I don't suffer from them kind of things no more, boy. Like, mm. cramps or whatever, I would just wake up and be like, oh, hi. Mm. <laughs> and not even know. Throughout the whole entire period, it's like, I don't even know what's happening. It's just like, mm. okay, cool. Mm. To the point I even forget, and I'm like, oh, shit, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> so what about the tea? Does it, does it, is there, are there any side effects or, yeah. like, what's that like? Um, aggression. Mm. Um, like quite bad aggression. Um, your libido is on one fifty million thousand trillion. Oh, that sounds lit! It sounds it sounds lit until you cannot fulfill what it is you need to fulfill, mm-hmm. and it is ongoing. It is continuous. Mm. So, mm, um. Another side effect is bottom growth, which I didn't know about until maybe... Oh, yeah. I heard about that too. Oh, I knew about That's one of the first things I knew. Of How course, that's one of the first... Of course it is. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's something I did not know about. I was like... Like when my bro told me, I was like, hmm? I was like, what do you mean bottom growth? For the people who don't know what bottom growth is, what is bottom growth? So bottom growth is your um, clitoris is Mm -hmm. going to turn into a little penis. Mm -hmm. Like, I had to go on trans bucket um, for all you nosy people out there. (laughs) Transbucket.com. You just have to (laughs) make a little account and you see everything trans Trigger warning, it's very raw and very real. But I saw some shit it's on there. Porn. Okay, this is porn. It's not porn, it's 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 a website It's a website people surgeries from the from what happened before and what happened after. So the results see that. I'll be on that after. <laughs> but yeah so those are like the major things i know about so the aggression mm-hmm. the 
still on 10,000 and bottom growth. Okay. Oh, oh, one thing I did not know or realize is that a lot of trans people or trans guys, let me say mainly because I don't, I know one trans girl, mm-hmm. um, they, their sexuality kind of adjusts. Oh, what do you mean? Yeah, I've noticed that as well. Yeah, so all of a sudden, it's like people are very fluid from what they were before. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden, they are attracted to, let's say, for example, men, mm-hmm. cisgender men, that they never in a million years thought wow. they would Why be do I don't know. So I don't know what the correlation is. is. Is that something? I, is that I've once the um, I don't know. I've been trying to figure it out. I'm like, is it a thing of you're taking the hormones and then all of a sudden you are noticing people more? Mm. Were you always like that? But in saying that, in saying that, um, seems to be a difference. Maybe I need to branch out a little bit more, but it seems to be a little bit of a difference. Trans men that I know mm. are more fluid. Mm-hmm. The trans two women that I know, one that I'm not like, we're not cool anymore just because life happens, mm-hmm. wasn't into women all of a sudden. But the one that I do know, she is only into men. So cisgender or transgender. Mm. she isn't branching out into being into women, cisgender women or trans women. Okay. So I don't know. Is there something that is in their t-shirts or? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I don't know because I've literally just deeped it and I thought to myself, that doesn't make sense because she literally is not into females, so... So when... I, I, when, think, I, I think that when you um, take hormones and you go through a transition and you change and you become yourself, they were, I feel like mentally there's a certain level of freedom that you didn't have before because now you, feel, you actually feel free from this body you were trapped in before. So mm-hmm. I feel like once you start to feel free, your mind follows. That's what I feel like. Yeah, so I feel like maybe things that you weren't open to before. Maybe like, hmm, let me try a little bit, and I'm, I feel a bit. I feel like a free spirit today. So even like, let me. I feel like it just extends to different types of your like your mentality. I think maybe that's why. Maybe what they were attracted to in the first place is always going to be the core. But hmm, I don't know. I just feel like once you're, oh, I don't know. Once you've been ex- like exposed, then you know about different people and stuff and mm. that's probably it because for me yeah obviously back in the day it probably wouldn't I'd be like oh you know everybody I was homophobic I know I'm gay I was homophobic I was homophobic even when I was gay I was transphobic because all these phobics right but oh now goodness. we were all there at some point but now like I would literally date anyone mm. and okay. it's because I know of different people Mm. Like, so it might just be that knowledge of just knowing and it's also like I feel like 
a lot of us are more fluid than we really know, regardless mm. of gender. I feel like people are more fluid than... I feel like everyone's thinking about what people think too much. Yeah. Let that go. Yep. You see what you want to do. Yep. 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 That's what it is. It's just like that, yes. that freedom is a, is a mental thing. Do you know what I mean? So, I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. There was one question that I had actually. I think, it's, I, think I just have one more question. Um, oh, what do you think about um, trans people dropping the prefix trans? Like trans man, yeah. trans woman. Because people. What do, do I think about them? What? Tr- dropping the prefix trans. So they drop the trans in front of the man or the woman. And okay, they, so, I'm a man. Okay, so I'm very for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because me and this girl had this conversation. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> the. The one trans woman that I know, yeah, she said something that I took in quite deeply because I feel the same or I feel like I would feel the same later on in life is that like she doesn't want to carry that around with her for the rest of her life. She mm. just wants to be known and as identified as just a woman. Mm-hmm. And I understand that and I respect it because I feel like... I may not want to be labelled or known as a trans man for the rest of my life. Yeah. Because I've gone from being dead name and being female to being Kaz and being male. And it's like, you don't want to carry that with you for the rest of your life because at some point it starts to feel like a burden. Yeah. Yeah. It's a burden because you're carrying the your like you're carrying the old backpack, but you have a nice new backpack. Mm. So why are you still carrying it with you? It's weighing yeah. you down as well. Yeah. Exactly. And it's weighing you down. Like I personally don't feel like trans people or people of trans experience need to carry around the fact that they are trans. Yeah. Why do I need to say it loud and say it proud and shout it out at every single opportunity that, yeah, I'm transgender because I'm constantly telling you that I was a female before, but now I'm a man. Like, why? It doesn't really, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, I guess. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't feel like there should be so much emphasis on that. And also it makes it seem like there is, that trans is a different gender in itself. Mm. I mean, like, that's what, because it, it, for me, yeah, it feels like society and people who are kind of against it or probably don't even know where they stand on it, but they can just put you over there. Mm. Yeah. They can just, oh, you know, you're, you're part of that group. You're in that category. Just leave you over there kind of thing. Like for me, Mm. and that's what it feels like. So I think, I think I agree with you. I think, I think I agree. Yeah. Yeah, you just yeah. don't want to have that with you everywhere. Mm-hmm. Because that's literally, do you know what it is, yeah, as well? The, uh, the other big thing that is with stating that I'm a trans man, that's me constantly coming out. Yeah, true. Yeah. Everlasting, like, it's, it's when is it going to end? Yeah. That's the big thing about it. It's like I am literally constantly coming out because if I'm like, yeah, I'm a transgender man, I'm a trans man. Oh, 
So what does that mean? Does that mean that you were before like it's not in the great in the great scheme of things? It's not that important. Do you know what I mean? Like I just feel like if you're introducing yourself to someone, yeah, there's there's varieties. Mm. I mean, if you're if you're now a man, whatever transition you got, it doesn't mean you were a female before. Mm. Mm. Yeah, true. No on the goddamn head. That's very true. Let's not forget the people that were born intersex. Yeah, true. After they're always left out of the Yeah. 110%. And I'm guilty of that as well. Even though I know somebody that is intersex. Mm-hmm. But I'm guilty of that for sure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. I'm going to go and um, after this, I'm going to check out um, Trans Buckets. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to it's graphic. It's very, very graphic. Letter. <laughs> but it's informative because you can see, like, people's. Because like Even before you've come on this podcast We avoid speaking about the trans experience Like Mm -hmm. we might say Touch on something If there's something in social media That's talking about trans Like for for example Dwayne Wade's daughter Like stuff like that We were speaking about Yeah Actual like Trans experiences It's just I think today will show we didn't know a lot of things, so we shouldn't yeah. really be talking about it without someone who's experiencing it. Mm. And just be t- saying what is talking the real things, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. man. So like, that's, that's why I'm about like, I'm about to just talk to people about my personal experience. I'm just a newbie, I'm just a beginner, I'm at the beginning of my transition. But it's I'm at the beginning of the beginning, like, it's mm. shit's about to get real in like three weeks or two and a half weeks or whatever. So are you nervous? Yes. Yeah. I'm excited as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've been waiting my whole life to do this. Yeah. So, do you know what? I can imagine you when your beard starts coming through. <laughs> He's you not gonna know how gonna to act. <laughs> Mate, you are gonna be on the gram, yeah. Yo, listen. <laughs> He already does on the craft. I'm already using my my minoxidil and my mm-hmm. big butter. Like the chin's coming through, the mm. sides are coming through, but the mustache, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I used to make minoxidil. Huh? I used to make minoxidil. Mm. Yeah, I don't anymore because I don't work at the hospital anymore. But okay. <laughs> and I, didn't, I didn't, didn't even though I used to make it I didn't know that people that were transitioning used it <laughs> I didn't know this is something that I was brought on by some of the other guys they were like yeah um, pre-trans guys can use Minox and um, I had previously gotten a beard bar so I was like let me do the two and then Amazon did a little cheeky thing and did the half price for the three month supply of Minox. I was like, yep. Because it's expensive. It went from 68 to 35 for three months. I was like, thank you. Because one month supply is 20. I was like, well, that makes all the sense. You might as well. My baby wants to pay edges, you know. (laughs) 
Listen, I had to use it for my edges, and my edges are thin, but they came through still. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Like, you I can use that it, and it, that shit works real well. It does work. It's, it's, it's coming through. Like, there's a bit of a shadow coming through, and I'm like, yeah. Ooh. This I'm saying. This nigga is the not know what happened. <laughs> I can't wait. I mean, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you as well. Like, really, no, I'm looking forward to the journey. Please document it so we can Thank see you. on IGTV. I to document it. It's, it's, it's important. I feel like it's important for me to document it. For black mm. people as well, because I see a lot of story um, experiences documented by non-black people. So I feel like we need you. The community definitely needs you. Especially from the UK. <laughs> from the UK. I feel like there's only a small number. Mm-hmm. From the UK. That's definitely true. But yeah, I'm documenting. I'm documenting... Good vibes, not so good days, brilliant days, crazy you stuff. Like about you, I, I trust that you will document the truth. Honestly, yeah. like I said to you, I do, I do my recordings raw, and you can see that I've done it raw because I will fumble the whole way through. I'm fumbling, mm. I'm tripping over my words and shit. I, I don't find the need to re-record because it's like, well, I'm keeping it real. So yeah. let's, it real. let's let's go through. Let's do it as it is. Yeah, that's so good, man. But thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you. Please tell us, tell the people where they can find you. Okay, so I always fuck this up. So I'm going to go social media real quick. I always say the wrong way around. (laughs) So you can find me on Instagram as KingXCaz, on Twitter as KingXCaz2. Okay. You? Cool. That makes it easy. Very. Make sure you um, follow. Make sure you tweet. Maybe you like the pictures. All of that good stuff. And are yeah. you available? Well, I was going to ask, but I didn't want to be too intrusive, but here we go. Girl, I'm doing it. <laughs> um, okay. Let's go. Let's get it. I've done. Okay. So, um, I have currently been practicing polyamory. Ooh, I like it. Ooh, just talking about this. <laughs> I know, damn it. <laughs> I have been practicing polyamory for a little bit. So, technically, I am available if you are okay with knowing the fact that I'm talking to other people. Okay. So you're just talking, you're not in a relationship, relationship, just I'm talking. I'm not in a relationship. Ain't nobody bagged me. So. Okay. Okay, so he's free. He's also a Libra. <laughs> oh, amazing. Libras are amazing. <laughs> so, you know. We are. We are. Okay. Of this poly, we can't get into it now, Polly. I mean, okay. we're going to have to come back. Time. Okay. <laughs> Time. <laughs> yep, we're going to have to come back. And you are pan, so yeah, so every everybody can get it. Equal opportunity. We love to see yeah, it. We love to see it. It's for all. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Then up, do the honors. Thank you so much for listening to this uh podcast while we're in lockdown. Don't forget to uh rate us on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and well, this will be on Anchor, so you can you can use Anchor too. Um, again, we're not releasing on SoundCloud anymore. 
Oh, don't forget to use the hashtag Tutu's podcast when you're tweeting about us. Mm-hmm. Um, do follow us on our Instagram pages and our Twitter pages and all of our personal pages. And on that note, we out. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.